What's up you guys and welcome to Thought Bubble with Jay. My name is Jesse, and this is Sunday Sella, a segment for our mental health, faith, self-care, and how we can live our lives abundantly and with purpose. It is the second to the last day of August, which means it's going to be the bird months and it's going to be Christmas. That also means that I've been doing the podcast for about four months now. And I just really want to say thank you for your support, for your feedback, how the segment, especially the Sunday Sala, has been helping you navigate your way through life and also about faith. I really do appreciate you taking the time to listen. It is a privilege to talk to you week on week about topics regarding mental health, self-care, faith, and life. Listening to the podcast, hearing your feedback, you're allowing me to share my journey, my story, and hopefully as you listen, you can relate, you can learn from my experience, from the lessons, um, and you can use that to navigate your way through life and also lead you closer and experience God. So sharing my story is my way of honoring God as well for everything that I've gone through, um, all the peaks and valleys and being lost in the wilderness and how he has been faithful through and through. So I just really want to say thank you. And if you haven't had a chance to listen to the podcast, if you know anyone who might benefit from the content that I publish, you may direct them to either Spotify or on the Apple on the Apple podcast. And if you will be kind enough to leave a review, I would really and greatly appreciate it because your feedback will help others see the value of the content that I'm publishing. So really do appreciate you showing up and listening to the podcast week on week. I hope that you will not get tired listening to my voice, but just want to put it out there and really appreciate you and honor you for taking the time to support and listen to my podcast. For today's episode, I'd like to talk about triggers or simply put it as getting your buttons pushed. I think at one point or another, we all have had this experience. Okay, to put it on, to put more context to it. So I'm sure from social media, you have seen someone being criticized or being discussed because of something that they posted or tweeted or an action that was considered irresponsible or insensitive and it was caught on camera and that person now is being canceled out. So we may not be celebrities, or public figures, but I think we can all say that we have been triggered or our buttons have been pushed. It could be a comment on a Facebook post that you posted, or uh, it could be a nasty remark by a friend and you found out about it from someone else, or it could be um, a question by someone close to you for a decision that you made that was considered unconventional. So these types of scenarios can definitely cause triggers or will lead for our buttons to be pushed. How we react to our triggers, that is unique to our personality and our individual history. I'd like to think of triggers as wounds 
a wound that hasn't had a chance to fully heal yet. So when we're triggered, what's happening is that we're sort of re-experiencing a past injury and reopening a wound in present time. So a sign of being triggered is when our reaction is disproportionate to the present event or not reasonably related to the actual present facts. In the past, I would consider myself as someone who is overly sensitive. What do I mean by that? It means that if someone isn't replying to my text for, let's say, a day or two, I would start to obsessively think that maybe I did something wrong or was it something I said? Was it something that I failed to do to that person? And that's why that person isn't responding to my messages or if I'm in a room, right? And then there's a group of people and they took a glance at me and then they started laughing. I would probably think that, oops, they might be discussing about me. Or if someone says something that I feel like an attack, I would take it to heart and I would start to overthink about it and start to be cautious about how I behave when I'm around that person. So tell you honestly, that really weighed me down because what's happening then was I had a lot of insecurities and I tend to people please just to make sure or and address those insecurities, thinking that if I please everyone, then everything will be well and they will not be so critical about me and they will not be discussing me. And let me tell you, friend, that that is just exhausting. And I ended up spreading myself too thinly and it has really and greatly affected the way I handle my relationships and engagements with other people. It was when that I surrendered my life to Christ and I accepted him as my Lord and Savior that I realized that I have nothing to hide, I have nothing to prove, and I have nothing to lose. So I mentioned earlier that triggers are wounds, right? And that they are unique to our own personal and individual history. So I always, I've lived up or I, I lived a life of seeking validation in the past. And when a situation presents itself, which is not aligned to what I expected it to be. So let's say I expect people to like me and that everything is going to be well, there will be no confrontation. It's like an ideal situation. And when things present itself differently, which may lead to a discord or someone not being pleased with me, then I start to overthink. And that's when I get triggered. So the in order for us to heal from our triggers and in order for us to let go of our triggers, the very first step would be to identify what those triggers are. Identifying triggers as wounds will lead us to be more compassionate and to approach it with tenderness. People have different styles of reacting to triggers. One person might withdraw while another attacks. So it's important to identify your reactive behavior and learn to detach rather than to react. So in the past, every time that I would feel triggered, what will happen is that I will just endure it. I am not a confrontational person. So 
I didn't heal. I just endured. And the more that I do that, the weaker my boundaries become and the more reactive I am to people and events. On the flip side of the spectrum, there are those who react in anger. And it is tempting to create a good and well thought of response to someone who is discussing you behind your back and prove that person wrong. Anger is a common immediate emotional reaction. And while anger can, can, can be considered as a primary emotion, often it is a secondary emotion covering over feelings of hurt, anxiety, stress, or loneliness. If you notice that your initial, initial reaction to your triggers is anger, ask yourself this question. Is there another emotion driving this anger? That question can be challenging, I know, but anger covers those other emotions because they are vulnerable. And anger is a way to power up and protect yourself rather than accessing the pain associated with the primary emotion. Over the years, I have learned to identify what my triggers are and how I can heal from them. I realize that I don't have to take things personally because interpreting someone else's words or actions to be a comment about me is just like taking another person's feelings personally and if i continue to do that my peace of mind and self-esteem will reside into someone else's and that's not the path or route that i would like to take and so every time that i feel like i'm on the verge of being triggered or that my buttons are being pushed by someone I would utter a prayer to God and ask Him to get me to a place where whatever people will say about me won't wound me. And yes, it is wounding when people talk about you. But at the end of the day, what the Lord will say about you is all that matters. If you can go to your bed at night and everything is well with your soul, that's really all that matters. It is also tempting to avenge yourself, right? To defend yourself and to prove that other person wrong. But do you think it's worth it? Do you think it's worth the time to really go through the trouble of creating this powerful response and reaction to someone else's accusation and obsessively think whether it's something that you've done wrong or you failed to do? That's just not worth it. God is your vindicator, which means that you do not need to defend yourself. He has a way of putting things right where they should be. And we answer to God and God alone. So think about that. Think about whether, is it worth it? Is it worth it to spend that much time or is it a time wasted? A time that you could have spent being with your family, doing something productive, honoring God, or praising Him, or doing something that would benefit and service others. When you know exactly where you are and you have a healthy dose of self-esteem and your values are intact, you'll be able to see that the other person's actions and point of view are not a reflection of who you are, but rather it is their unique perspective, experience, 
needs and feelings and there is no need to react only to listen and respond once we're more connected to our real self and we know who we are in christ we can tolerate differing opinions and even negative feelings about us we can then respond authentically and with wisdom and we can get our eyes back on the things that really matter triggers can hurt or enrage us but there is definitely a way to heal from them first is by being able to identify what those triggers are Analyzing your emotions can also be helpful to letting things go and seeking God to help you get to a place where what people say about you won't wound you. Knowing that God is your vindicator means that you do not need to defend yourself because at the end of the day, what he says about you is all that matters. And that's it for this episode of Sunday Sala. I hope I didn't push any of your buttons, but please feel free to share this with anyone who might be in need to hear this message and to remind them that they're not alone. Again, if you haven't done so, I would greatly appreciate if you can leave a review on the Apple podcast. Do it by searching for Thought Bubble with Jay. And I will talk to you again next week. Again, thank you so much for tuning in. Stay safe and be blessed. Bye. Thank you.